Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, episode 44. I'm your host, Julian, co-host, Danny, Yo. Justin. Yo. Once again, Brandon Bono's in the house. What's happening? Showing love. Um, free agency episode, I guess. <laughs> we did. We haven't even been... We haven't posted since last week because we figured with the holiday and all the free agency going on and not knowing, we would just be speculating on that episode. So we figured not to drop it. Right. So... Now, hopefully, we try. We're trying to drop this episode earlier so that we're, you know, more up to date with everything. But from Sunday to Thursday is kind of a good period to see the first wave. I guess, you know, like this is really all right. Now we see. Obviously, there's still some big players out there like Clint, Clint Capella, Capella, Zach Levine, Wayne Ellington still out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so D Wade, Dwayne Wade, <laughs> I guess. But as far as signings. Did LA win, or or with what they did right after they signed LeBron, literally same night, <laughs> like boost them out of quote unquote winning free agency? Nah, I don't think they won yet. They don't think good start. But I don't think they won yet. Did Golden State win? Yeah. No, Boogie won. I mean, it was a win-win for everybody, really. It was a win-win for everybody. But here's the thing: it's like Golden State. With the roster they had, well, then again, I guess they realized that, one, last year they were really close to losing, and Chris Paul had he been healthy, you know, and now he has obviously four more chances for that. Mm -hmm. If they re-sign Clint Capella, I think they have a chance to beat that Warriors team. Adding Boogie Cousins, you know, as far as his health's concerned, that's... I guess one of the worst basketball injuries you can have. So right. it's like especially at his wor- age with his size. Period. Elton Brand, you know, had that, and he said, "Then it goes your knees, your back, you know, your hips. Like it just affects you." Hopefully, for Boogie Cousins and the amount of shape that he's in, and with you know today's technology and everything, I feel like he can rehab and, and come back off this, and a perfect team to go to, in my opinion. If I'm Demarcus Cousins, not necessarily the NBA fan or, you know, but I I don't really mind at the end of the day because how I feel about it is like DeMarcus Cousins is coming off, as we said, one of the worst, if not the worst injuries. Right. They said he's he's not even going to be ready until February. He doesn't need to be ready on this team because they are the best team. He's signing a mid-level exception contract and he's getting the chance to prove that, one, he's a locker room guy. Two, he's a winning culture guy. Uh, three, he's healthy. You know, that would have been one. Um, and when he does come back, it's going to be easier, I would think, to flow with a team like Golden State. They're the best team in the league for the last four years. Right. And, you know, Cleveland did win, but Golden State had the better team and Kyrie Irving saved the day. But, you know, I think it's a good move for him, as Justin said. Or did you say business decision? Who said that? Justin said Justin that. Justin said that, yeah. There you go. Because the way I'm looking at it is, I think, I don't think Boogie signs with him next year. I think this is a one and done. I think it's just kind of just to build his uh, credibility back up. Because they, you know, I think the Lakers and the Pelicans gave him a call. And basically from what he said or his agent said that he got no offers. So and a lot of the reason why it wasn't, 
I mean, it was a big part of the Achilles, but I, from what I heard from a lot of uh, sources and things like that, was that you know his locker room presence. People didn't would necessarily want them in their locker room. So I think what this year, what it does is one, his with his Achilles because he's not going to a team where he's rushed in to play now. Because if he was going to, I think there's only in both conferences the only teams that are like guaranteed to make the playoffs if you're like seeded one and two. Those are like you know those are teams are like the guaranteed teams. Any any other team, you're not really guaranteed to make the playoffs. So I think him going to a Golden State puts him in perfect position because. You're not rushed, you know, this is the best team in basketball you said for the past, you know, four years. And he's not rushed to come back right now. Because once you go to a team and that team, you know, one by one, they start losing a few games, then they start giving that look like, hey, you know, we kind of need you right now. Yeah, like, you know, is your Achilles really that bad, you know? So he's not rushed by any means to come back anytime soon. So he gets to, you know, rest up fully. He basically got paid to sit out for most of the year and ride a championship wave. Right. Yeah. That's kind of living life. He's getting paid to live in the Bay, go to rehab, yeah, and win a, a ring. Yeah. New arena too, right? Uh-huh. I, I think, think it's in 2020. I don't know if it's ready yet. Yeah, I think it's ready yet. Well, you better hurry up because yeah. he's not signing back with them. He's no. going, he might just go to, you know, he could go to an L.A. team. Or another team with, with max money that just wants to take that chance. I don't think he's going to really go to L.A. since he didn't go this summer. Obviously, seeing if he plays good and he's healthy, Magic will, right. you know, Obviously. he'll do something for something. it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if they're so pressed for him as they made it seem. Yeah, I think another thing, too, like I was saying, uh, with like the locker room, this can show that he can play with other, you know, with other people because, you know, I mean, they pretty much – from what I understood, like, listen, like, when you do come back, you know, obviously, you know you're playing with a Draymond, with a Curry, with a Clay, you know, other players of this caliber. Right. You're not going to touch the ball as much as you'd like. And we all know Boogie, you know. You might not make the All-Stars. And, and deservedly yeah. so, you know, deservedly so, Boogie, you know, on any other given team does deserve to touch the ball. But, you know, they kind of like, listen, you're not going to, you know, obviously, when you do come back, you're not going to get the touches that you necessarily want. But I mean, you're gonna. But he has to understand that if he signed a contract and he's he's you know putting himself in that position, there was from what we know there was money on the table during the season for an extension from Boogie, and he turned it down. Mm. And once he got hurt, they took the offer off the table since he turned it down and got hurt. So that was that. Julius Randle's now. A Pelican. We'll get into that. But with the Lakers signing LeBron James, who does that benefit most? Now, as we're going to look at this like nobody has gotten traded. They're not going to move or, you know, they won't make the trade because we can't speak on the trade that didn't happen. So right. if the roster looks like this, who benefits? Even players who just got signed, who benefits the most from LeBron James being on his team? I, me personally, I think it's Brandon Ingram. Since, um, I guess, technically speaking, they would be playing... Right. They play the same position, right. small forward, um, most of the time. Obviously, we know LeBron does more. But you get to learn from not only the best player who plays the same position right. as you, but he's the, the, best. Goat, the GOAT in, the as, best at as that some position. people regard. Right. The best at that position. And just the best player in the game right now. Um, I think Brandon Ingram gets to... And he's still at his peak. 
Right. So it's not like he's like the learning mentor that you're just getting game off of, like which I would appreciate game from LeBron James at 65 years old. Right. But it's not like he's, he's literally not in the UD role where he's, he's just sitting yeah, on the end at of the his bench. peak, captain of the team. Like and, he's out there with you. Exactly. So and you're playing behind him. You'll learn a lot. I see what you're saying right. there. Maybe get some of those workout routines, build some muscle build some. a little bit because we know LeBron's a fucking gym rat. Right. So he'll probably be giving him pointers and shit. Um, and just figuring out being a small not forward. Not sure how I feel about uh, the Lance signing, which is, I thought was pretty funny. JaVel McGee. Right. Um, just a bunch of big personalities. Fucking Rajon Rondo, who I thought would have maybe signed like a kind of, not like a long, long-term deal, but sign, at least signed a deal with the Pelicans. He seemed to have really good chemistry with AD and Drew in the playoffs last year. Uh, but I guess he... I mean, I, I understand LeBron, Yeah, like, he wanted to play with LeBron. And, even and though he said he never he hated, Ronda, he hated Ray Allen for going to the Heat, but he literally went to the arch nemesis. Uh, but whatever. Back to the beneficiaries of LeBron signing with L.A., I think Ingram is a good, you know, I think he benefits most. And I think, I'm not, I'm sorry, I don't, I agree that that's a good decision. But I don't know if Kyle Kuzma benefits more Mm. because I'm hearing that LeBron James might play the four position. He might start playing off ball. Obviously, when it comes down to it and they're playing in a tight game or, you know, games on the line, what have you, he's going to have the ball in his hand. Right. LeBron James. But... You I know, can see him start playing the season, that kind of starts playing role, that four, that you know, I, yeah, exactly. Off ball, letting Lonzo learn from you and, and do the things that he can do. Kyle Kuzma can, you know, learn from him because right. LeBron's not the best back to the basket player, but we have seen that grow in his game for the last six years. You know what I mean? And what he did to Toronto last year in the playoffs was yeah. disgusting. Yeah. And it was all back Point to blank. basket. It was disgusting. So I think if LeBron does switch that role, then then Kyle Kuzma, but I do agree, I think Brandon Ingram, if, if LeBron's just gonna play the traditional three as he's been. What about you, Justin? I'm gonna take a different approach. You said who benefits the most from LeBron signing LA. Magic <laughs> Johnson benefits the most really. Because Magic had I mean, obviously, you know, as a player, you know, everything the Laker fans are going to love him forever. You know, he'll forever be one of the greatest, you know, Lakers. Players. Players, yeah, Lakers, you know, stuff like that. But I think he had a lot of pressure coming on his shoulders into the season to make a move like this. And and it's crazy because even though he did make a move like this, a lot of people are still, I mean, and granted, when, you know, when you're in that position for a team or in the league, they're going to look at, you know, LeBron gets every year. They're going to look at your negatives more than your positives. But, even with a signing like a LeBron James, which is the best signing really any team can have these days, right. a lot of people are still looking at him as if, you know, that he dropped the ball with the whole Paul George situation. So I think with him getting LeBron, he benefits the most. I think it takes a lot of pressure off him. And then, you know, the biggest thing about getting a LeBron James, and we've seen it within minutes of, you know, of him signing that, he attracts talent. Everybody wants to come play with yeah. LeBron James. And that was the biggest benefit that, you know, when he came down to Miami. So once you get that piece assembled, everything else follows. So I think Magic definitely benefited 
the most yeah. from this signing. The Lakers were not an attractive landing spot for free agents. Uh, I know every year it's like a, a thing on Twitter and shit yeah. where every, oh, the Lakers are going to get this free right. agent. They're going to get this free agent. My, but the reality is they, they ha- like, literally in the history of the franchise, they just don't they – right, tra- right. they'll trade for you. Right. They'll trade for Shaq and other players like that. But nobody, like, really signs with them like that. So the, the fact that LeBron did, people are going to want to play with him. The only argument I have about Magic Johnson being the biggest beneficiary is – I agree with what you're saying as far as, you know, it was a lot of pressure on him this year to get something done because they had the space for two max players. Mm-hmm. And, but you, you pointed out that he is Magic Johnson, right? And everybody loves him. And so that makes me think that, you know, his job is more secure. He gave himself that two-year limit if he doesn't do something big for the city or whatever. But realistically, even in two years, if he didn't, I, I don't think his job is gone. Like, as bad as he'll look and as bad as a rap he'll get, I don't think Magic Johnson gets fired in two years if, if he doesn't bring, you know, another big signing or, or didn't right. get LeBron, maybe got Paul George and nobody else. You know, I don't think his job was gone. So... I don't think it would be necessarily I, gone because I think, you know, what he did do for that city, you know, when he played, he does get more leeway. Exa- so that's the but, only reason I'm but, saying... But at the end of the day, I mean, I, I think, like you said, with the two max contracts... Even with, you know, him magic being magic, with that much, you know, space, you know, that much money to play with, if he didn't do something big, I think the, the, t- the tides would start turning a bit sooner than, uh, than normal. Right. I respect that. So now that LeBron is in the West, who mm. does that leave to be the best player in the East? It's got to be Giannis. It's Giannis to me. Yeah. The Greek freak. I mean, literally all he's missing is a jump shot. I mean, he athletic-wise, he's off the charts. Mm-hmm. And body size, body defense. Size. And um, he has the same, you know, knock. Gets to the rim. Yeah, he has the same knock pretty much that people gave LeBron when he came into the league. LeBron right. had everything but a jump but shot. But a jump shot. And, and, he's doing and to be clear, when you say he doesn't have a jump shot, you're not talking like Ben Simmons. No, you're no. talking like... He yeah. could hit a jump shot. It's yeah. just not that consistent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's inconsistent, yeah. He's not, he doesn't have that. But he's also not a rookie. He's <laughs> also been in the league for right. at least five years now. For what, five? Like, I think when like he had that, 2014? Like 13 or 14. I think this is his fourth year starting, coming up. Yeah. I could be wrong. We don't fact uh, Exactly. But, so Giannis Antetokounmpo is, is the best player also, in my opinion, because his health... You know, I would put Joel Embiid if, if Joel Embiid same, did, same. did come out all last year and have that season, played this season this year. Because this year, I think Joel Embiid had a better season than, Gian, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo. But not only that, but Giannis has to do more for his team. You know? That as well. Obviously, Joel Embiid has a Ben Simmons on his team and Giannis, you know, doesn't. And he has a bad coaching situation. Well, he had a bad coaching situation. I think Budenholzer is going to help him um, mm-hmm. progress his his development and lost my train of thought, but who would round out your top three then? Would so you put like a Kyrie, Kyrie or Kyrie. It's got to be Kyrie. DeRozan. It's no, it's got to be Kyrie. I think who has the better. I think Kyrie might have the best season of the three. You know what I mean? Embiid, Numbers wise, Kyrie. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously with the defense, that's where Embiid will, and and even maybe Giannis, but Embiid will definitely have leeway there because you know what he does on the defensive side of the court 
is one of the best as a five and in the league. Mm-hmm. So I think Kyrie numbers wise offensively definitely has a better season than Joel and beating Giannis Antetokounmpo. But the best player I can agree right now I think is Giannis. Mm-hmm. That's why he's on the two K cover. So shout out to him. More free agent More. signings. Who else? Who else signed? Who else? Who else got uh, some crazy contracts? A lot of I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about. DeAndre Jordan finally signing right. with Dallas. One year? Yes. He got bought out 24. for 24.8 mil, and then he signs a 24.1 mil deal <sighs> with Dallas. That's cold. Melo. Melo, you can't do that. You know that. what that is? That's Jerry West clearing cap space for next season. Trade off some rivers. Because then they're going to have two max spots mm-hmm. for next season. Yep. yep. Jerry West and, the bro, the fucking Blake trade. Jerry West, you, you see it Clippers every day, guys. bro. He 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 snapped with that trade. That shit was robbery, bro. He robbed the fucking Pistons, Who, and that? they re, they resigned oh, Jerry, West. Jerry West, and they resigned Avery Bradley, Avery Bradley for two Bradley. more years. Yeah, <laughs> they ri- they and they got Lou Will locked up at cheap eight mil a year, bro. So they got there too. No I wonder guess. Kawhi might want to go to the Clippers. You got to start Avery Bradley. That'd be a good defensive squad. You're not scoring on that team. Avery Bradley. You're not scoring on that team. Uh, Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly, Kawhi Leonard. That's like yeah, but screw Patrick Beverly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Not, no disrespect. He was on the Heat Summer League at one point. Like, he was actually on the Heat Summer League team at one point. Pat. Yeah. It's all good. Crazy. He got good defense. We taught him that. It's that Miami Heat culture way. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Miami Heat culture. Summer League ball. Derek Mer- Jones Jr. Derek Jones Jr. Jr. going to win the MVP of the Summer League is my hot take. One of the Heat's free Ooh, agent signings. I like that. Bringing back one of their own airplane mode. Duncan Robinson's having himself a good six eight. That's who I'm pulling Shooting. for him to make the final roster. Shooting threes. I gotta see. I'd see him over Derek Walton making the roster. Yeah, I'm not sure how much longer uh, that pro- that Derek Walton project. He's just is, small. Uh, yeah. I don't see it working out much longer. Not to mention Bam, uh, running point guard in the Heat system. Now we have no need for James Johnson. So we, we, can trade, we can trade him by the trade deadline. So the way I'm feeling right now about, about this Heat team, because I know a lot of people on Heat Twitter, Heat Reddit, the NBA Reddit, every, there's everybody online. Right. Talk, uh, even us, like we're talking about it, like we got to trade everybody. <laughs> uh, Whiteside, everybody. Um, we need money. We need to get a superstar, man. That's what we need. We need a superstar and we need... The young pieces that we have already, like a Josh Richardson and a Bam Adebayo, hopefully a Justice Winslow still. But the way I've been feeling, especially after the uh, the Boogie Cousins signing to Golden State, I feel like we need to just ride these these uh, next two years out with Tyler's contract, Hassan's contract. Granted, if you can move them, move them. Right, if right, not, exactly. It's just two years, and <sighs> nobody's winning shit except Golden State anyway. So take this time to develop the young guys. Make Derrick Jones Jr. a rotation player Bro. in this lineup. Make Derrick Jones Jr. a problem for the NBA. Bruh, he's 20 years old, dog. Like, I need we need a freak athlete, you know, like somebody to just... That's going to be Bam. That too. That's going to be exactly. Bam, bro. He's out here running point guard. I, I, we were watching the video. Listen to this. If, if, if Derrick Jones Jr. can develop himself and, and, and put the work into to become a rotational player... Could you imagine? Um, obviously, at this point, we we need a new point guard because we're not going to probably resign Dragic. He might be gone by the trade deadline. Exactly, and uh, Tyler Johnson probably gone. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So you find a point guard situation. You f- figure out your point guard situation. You have Jay Rich at the two. Derek Jones you, Jr. at the three. Spo likes playing Winslow at the one. Who Winslow knows, who knows the, where his development yeah, could be by then? It could be Winslow at the one. So He's, listen to that. Winslow at the one. Richardson at the two. Jones Jr. at the three. Kelly and Kelly Bam. Kelly at the four. And, and then Bam at the five. Bam at the five. That's a young squad. That team's scoring 90, but they're holding you to like 85. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So what are the free agent signings you, you peeped that you like? Is Paul George going to Oklahoma City? Staying. Staying in Oklahoma City, excuse me. Off the one-year rental. Trading Oladipo and Sabonis. And it worked out for both teams during the season. It obviously is what they're both sticking with going into next season. It's a win for small market teams everywhere. Facts. Because now... Cause you, can get, you can get traded to a small market team, but the fact that he got traded there and then re-signed... That's, but that's such a fucking. You movie. have to know Oklahoma City does different. Their fans, their their organization is is a is a A class organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have a great GM. Um, he looks like Macklemore. <laughs> Sam Presti. I had no idea what the dude looked like. Me I saw either. him on TV know. doing the that film that three part thing with uh, PG. I had no idea this dude. He looks like a young hipster. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That's funny. I had no idea. But um, I think ultimately Russell Westbrook being a player he is and I guess the guy he is is what drew him in as far as feeling like he has a chance to compete. Paul George could have went to the Lakers. He, You know Paul George didn't want to be the, the, the second, second string, yeah. which he is, but it's on some respect. It's on some respect where, you know, this is Russell Westbrook's team. Mm-hmm. He just signed one of the biggest deals not too long ago. And they still have Steven Adams who's one of the best bigs, in my opinion, in the league. Hopefully they can work out a buyout with Melo and get him off the team. I think they need him just off the team. Take the cut, buy, get him off the team, find a young talent to, to sub in there, let uh, Grant you know, play a bigger role. He's mm-hmm. going to have to – you have to develop him. He has talent. He's athletic. You know, I mean, he's not the greatest four, but – you guys got to believe figure, in him. You got to figure something out. You just resigned him, exactly. So they got to do something, bro. Because Melo, right now, Melo just messes up the routine of the game. They have like a, a three hundred million dollar luxury tax, the highest in NBA history, all because Melo's out here just doing whatever the fuck on the court, and you're paying him twenty nine mil. So I think you got to buy him out, trade him something. Trade him Miami. I think one of the most interesting things was when Westbrook had, I guess, like that that party, you know, for the free agency, right. the free agency opened up and Paul George was there. I think one of the interesting things was when after Paul George made the announcement, he goes, I'm here to stay. And he was talking about, you know, like you said, like, you know, they're a different breed right. out there. And, you know, OKC okay, with the right. fan base. And one of the things that kind of caught my attention that he's like, you know, me and this dude, like me and Westbrook, I think we can accomplish a lot. We can do a lot. I mean, no, no, yeah. yeah. People, Mello wasn't even there. People forgot this was supposed to be a big three that's now become just a dynamic duo. Even though which can be better, which can be better. They're nasty. They're two great players. They're two of the top. They're two top ten NBA players, Mm -hmm. and they have a top five big man. He's definitely top five center. Steven Adams, hell yeah, yeah, and he's young as shit. 
And we're putting that with Embiid, Boogie, uh, Boogie when healthy, Gobert, Gobert, Capella, Jordan, yeah, Stephen Adams over Jordan, Stephen Adams over Jordan, yeah, Stephen Adams over Capella. I mean, for the last few years, yeah. Obviously, Capella had a really good year last year with the help of Chris Paul, but I still think Stephen Adams. It's just his offensive game isn't there, but they need him more as a defensive anchor. And, and he'll, he'll, still, he'll still put up 18 or Yeah, 19. he still can. Yeah. He still can. So And when, he's young, when, like you said. Russ, he's like 24. Yeah, when Russ is just out here dropping dishes. Dishing. Hell yeah, he'll when give you 20. They said nobody, Magic Johnson said nobody will ever break Oscar Robinson's triple-double average record. Guess what? <laughs> Russ. Guess who did? Twice. So... I mean, I won't go off of what I like. I'll go off of what I thought was interesting. Trevor Reza to Phoenix. Because mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't dislike it. It's just catchy. It's good for them. I mean, they got a veteran. They're not, they don't have nobody to get. They're not going to spend money on somebody. That team's too young. You know, yeah. So they can get him. He's solidified defense and hopefully make corner shots, something he failed to do against the Warriors. Uh, but he'll teach, you know, those guys, Devin Booker and... DeAndre and how to be better professionals. And Marquise that stuff matters like that. Uh, Twelve million, kind of expensive for me, but then again, it's the NBA. Right. So, what about you? What? What? I really like the. Uh, I like the Pelican signing Julius Randle. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's going to be hard if he's coming off the. Well, he. No, that's he'll the, start that's at the, the four, Kentucky right? connection between him and AD. He'll start at the four, right? And AD yeah, at the he'll five. start at the four. Yeah. Okay, that's going to be tough. Because that's a lot of inside pressure. Julius Randle's like a mini Russell Westbrook, like in the paint. Mm-hmm. And he's got that motor. He can dribble. Anthony Davis can dribble. He can shoot. Julius Randle. Julius Randle's keep nice. Get, getting better with the he's shot. Nice. He's been nice. He's been nice since Kentucky. Mm-hmm. When he lost that national championship to Shabazz Napier. Oh. That's crazy. And then the Heat drafted Shabazz Napier. Instead of Clint Capella. <laughs> Man. Dude, that was the time we was developing Whiteside. And he was fighting Alex Lynn. <laughs> Devin Booker, speaking of the Suns, is trying to work out a, what, five-year extension for 156? The max, 158. 158? Five year. He's 21. About to get booked for the 158, and that's going to be his first big contract. He's going to get another contract. If he keeps He'll get two more, he's coming, bro. Yeah. He'll, He'll be 25 when this one's over. He can sign another one at 29. Shit. This man's about to make, like... Yeah, whatever. Because you know the cap keeps going up. He, he might make million. like he might make five hundred and fifty million in his career. That's a fact. Oh my god, get paid, bro. Yeah, by the time his next extension would be up, I mean he's gonna be set for life. Like mm-hmm. you never have to touch a ball again. He'll be set for the rest of his life. I mean, realistically, even now. But yeah, the next by the time the next time comes around. So are we? Are we? Should we just start looking at the NBA like past the Warriors? Because we obviously know for the next year and a half, or not year and a half, two years, I feel like the Warriors got it bagged. They might have two. They might have two years left at the top. Maybe three, and then they lose at three. But I feel like they're going out losing in the championship. <laughs> like that's how they're going out. They're not going out sad. It's gonna be sad, but I it's think not gonna the be. next two seasons will be telling because this season. I mean, now I know he said you don't take the pay cut, but I mean this season, you got. Clay's contract's up. 
I believe didn't Durant do another two one year with one. the one year option? Yeah, yeah, one and one. So but you gotta pay him. Eventually, they're gonna have to pick between Clay and Draymond. And then, oh, yeah, and then the, and then the year after this one, you got Draymond. So I mean, I don't know. Do they want to keep paying that luxury tax? Is that luxury tax is getting <coughs> awfully steep in the pockets of of their of their owners? So, and then plus you gotta think. I think as long as they're winning, he probably doesn't. And that's shit. my thing. Sure. And that brings me back to, you know, with the Houston, just like how we said, they were realistically, you know, they could have realistically lost in, in the conference finals. So, yeah, when, when you're winning, everything's good. But, I mean, when you face adversity, you know, push comes to shove. My thing is, you already got, if you're Clay and Draymond, you already got three rings. So, you're not worried about chips right now. What you're worried about is getting paid. So if you're worried about getting paid, there's plenty of the teams that will give you a max. Or if you're Clay, possibly a super max. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he's a great two-way player. Obviously, well uh, polished offensively. So, I don't know. I think the next two offseasons for the Warriors are going to be really clutch. I think with the Warriors situation, it's like the only thing that can hold them back this year is health. Because three of their – I mean, you could say they're three best players because you might – you you can say Boogie Cousins before he got injured is better than Clay Thompson, right? Of course. So mm-hmm. now that you know, we don't know how he's going to react to the injury. Him and Clay Thompson will be the third and fourth best on that team. The top three players being Steph Curry, KD, and Boogie Cousins now have this history of injuries that linger, right? KD, I mean, he has a he doesn't have like a lingering injury problem, but he gets hurt. Right, right. That, at that foot, he just has a history. Like it's yeah, his foot right. too. Yeah. So then, yeah, he might. He, you can say he has a lingering problem. Obviously, Steph Curry with the ankles, and last year with the knee, he was he missed some significant time. And in playing ninety games, hundred games throughout the season, mm-hmm. you know, going to the championship, it, it takes a lot off of you. And health is going to be the factor, depending on who they sign. You know, they they kept Kevon Looney. They have Patrick McCaw still. They have Quinn Cook, you know, Jordan off the bench. Bell. They still have Jordan Bell yeah. and uh, Sean Livingston, I think, for another year. Mm-hmm. Is Andre Iguodala on contract? Yeah, he signed yeah. a three-year deal a couple of years. <laughs> Look yeah. at that. So they still have the bench to back them up for now, but if, you know, stuff hits the fan, who's to say if, you know, this guy gets hurt, this guy gets hurt, Boogie's not ready yet. That's the only thing that can really derail Injuries, him, bro. yeah. Yeah, and, and I hate to say it or think like that, but... This team is too good to think about another team beating them, especially four times in seven games. Mm-hmm. Like the chance that was there was the Rockets and Chris Paul, Chris Paul got hurt. Got hurt, and that's just is what it is. That's the way the cookie crumbled for them. So, Warrior, you're right. I'm gonna start looking at the NBA like, like Philly, just like waiting, mm-hmm. just waiting, and that's because Boston as as big of a chance as Boston has and oh as guaranteed as everybody's going to talk for them to be Eastern Conference finalists and uh, the Eastern Conference representative for the finals it's like it doesn't mean shit <laughs> Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward haven't played a full season together so you're trying something new this year uh, going against a team that's damn near perfect for 5 years straight you know what i mean mm-hmm. How, it doesn't add up at all. And these are all-stars. Five all-stars in the starting lineup now. Five you know? all-NBA, five top three players at their position. Like. Marcus Smart might not be on this team, who's a big part of your defense throughout the playoffs and, you know, throughout the season when Kyrie Irving got hurt. So, it's it's a lot of, like, 
just damn. We we know it's coming. It's gonna be the same shit we was talking about last summer. Waiting for the season. I can ramble on and on. That's why if I'm Miami, I'm gonna take this time while the Warriors stay on top and just develop our young guys. That's. You could man and, and save money. I think, yeah, I think a lot of teams might have that mindset going in, whether you're east or west, and then you're gonna have teams like you know. Houston and obviously, you know, what the Lakers are going to try to do now. I mean, you you pretty much just, you know, you got to mold to how to beat uh, Golden State. And I think that's right. why you see with a lot of the signings that they had, JaVale played for them, might give you a little, you know, I don't know how much of an insight he could give you. Uh, Rondo, very, uh, very, you know, good defensive point guard, can help you a little bit with Steph. Obviously, LeBron, KD, you know how that matchup's been going. I'd like to see a Lance Stevenson, uh, Clay Thompson matchup. Oh, yeah, I, like I would definitely that. like to see that. <laughs> I think he'll get in his head. I think Clay Thompson's getting your headable if he starts missing. Like if, if Clay Thompson gets off to a rough start, and Stevenson, mm-hmm. I can see Stevenson bullying him up. Put Lonzo on Steph. That'd be a fun series to watch for sure. And I mean, we might have a chance to watch that early in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know that could, might, be a, that could be a first round matchup I, I wouldn't necessarily say LeBron's going 8th seed Or 7th seed it, it It's LeBron on the bro. West, bro It's LeBron bro It's LeBron It doesn't depend on anything but LeBron When the 8th seed in we your conference learned. wins 47 games I'd, I'd say it's they're going to be 4th or 5th seed I'd probably say 4th I'd say they finish 4th Probably 4th I think they finish at least 4th Come on now But I mean they might have to play them no. My guy, Brian dunks on any Western Conference team throughout the West. When he plays the West, dominant. He he like, come on. Let's not let's not do that. LeBron James is gonna handle his business. And then it's a, but then it's gonna bring back to that conversation like we you know well this like I've been saying at least. I mean, is it really best to have to meet this team before you even get to the finals, uh, and then have or have to go through them to get to the final? I mean because. It's kind of like looking at the glass half full, half empty, because, you know, you could get to the finals, you know, because everybody, that's that's the main goal for every team at the beginning of the season, just make the finals. But obviously it really doesn't matter if you don't win it. And then if you're in the West and you somehow manage to beat the Warriors and get to the finals, I mean, what do we just assume by looking at how depleted the East is of all-stars and just... Everything right. else that once you there has that. to be another all star from the West that wants to come east and realize like I can be the biggest thing out there. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's gonna be Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but Jimmy Butler's still not better than Antetokounmpo. But he can Jimmy Butler can make would make the All Star game. Oh, for sure, for sure. But oh, I thought that's I'm what you saying, meant. Well, I'm saying like to like to say like, de- like, like say a Damian Lillard. Yeah, dethrone like Damian Lillard comes to the East. I think he's the best player. Easily, easily. You know what I'm Hands saying? Down. Yeah. So a guy like that who has potential to be better than a Joel Embiid or a Giannis Antetokounmpo or Kyrie Irving. I think some players should start coming east. If, they, if they're trying to get a ring, don't go to the Golden State. Go to a team in the east and try and fucking – because you might be able to Take just, your whole team. Yeah. You can make it out the fucking playoffs. That's what I'm saying. I think Give with, yourself a shot. Yeah, I think with a lot of these moves that have happened, I think we might, we might see that next – no, next offseason, I think a lot of people might 
want to start moving. Yeah, more this trade deadline is going to be. I can't wait to do because I feel like I feel like they give you start, a better yeah. chance to make the finals and try and get a championship right. if you if you go Just east trying, right now. Because yeah. instead of going through the Warriors, so before the finals, you at least try to make the finals to go up against them. Who's a prospect? Here's a good question. Who's a prospect that hasn't hasn't made a statement or anything yet, or has barely made a statement and you still believe in them? Dante Exum. Truly? Yeah, truly. When he's healthy, bro, we all saw him in he's that in that Houston face. series, bro. He will lock anybody down. He was dunking on people. He's just he's long, bro. He's long and fast and young. And Utah, they're they're gambling on him. They gave him that three year deal, thirty three mil. In this market, eleven mils straight for a player with right. with his upside, obviously. It could turn out to be a steal of a contract. Right. But I'm glad that the front office in Utah is uh, is betting on him because he finally showed flashes of what he could in do the as a healthy player. And when he's on, like, yeah, the playoffs, that big stage. Who do you so have? Do that. you have anybody? Prospect. Hmm. Nobody really pops to my mind. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of ways I can go. Like barely noise or no noise yet. Airplane like. Mode. <laughs> <laughs> You know so what? for me, like you know I'm, I'm excited I'm say, for. You know what? I'm gonna say Aaron Gordon, especially because he just got paid. He got the bag. Okay. He just got paid. Okay. And they're bringing in a Mo Bamba. We were talking about Isaiah Ooh. Thomas. Isaiah Thomas could potentially go there to Orlando. Yeah. To Orlando. Like That'd that. be a honestly, that's a perfect fit for him because everybody, yeah, all of their the four ball. positions are so fucking tall yeah. that they they'd make up and for he it can defensively. Be an ball. Yeah. He could just go. They could make the AC this year. He who could knows? just go out and score, bro. Yeah, I could see the Magic sneaking in. So the I think that now that Aaron Gordon, you know, secured the bag, and I was I was talking big on Aaron Gordon even last week. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm looking for Aaron Gordon this year, especially with all how much talent has left. Right. East. Hot take: Aaron Gordon makes the All Star team. Wow. Hot Ooh, take. That's spicy. Yeah, <laughs> spicy like some gravel. That's crazy, but that's your opinion. Um, I, I'm gonna go with Harry Giles. I've been watching him summer league. He was hurt all rookie year last year. He was hype coming. First of all, this dude was a bigger prospect than Ben Simmons coming out of college. Bigger prospect than um. He was the biggest prospect. Let's put it like that. He gets hurt. He's torn both of his ACLs right in high school. Got him fixed. Um, then I think he tore he, both of them. Yeah. Damn. Then I think he um, hurt his foot. Whatever. He came back and he's played his first summer league game a couple nights ago. And I must say, I think this guy's going to have a good season with Willie Cauley-Stein and Marvin Bagley. <clears throat> that's a big front court. That's, that's length, mm-hmm. offense, energy, above the rim, physical. He's gritty. Know. He's nasty. He's talking, you know, he's talking smack in the summer league. And I like his game so far. I like him coming out of Duke. He's a Duke boy, obviously. So... I watched him in college, and, I mean, he barely played, but definitely always in the support of Dookie. Facts. I feel that. Now, any any other free agents you guys wanted to get into? Tyreek to Indy's a good move. Yeah, I would like to, I'd like to see him play with Oladipo, help him out, because now it's like he got his little sidekick in a sense, you know, because Tyreek Evans... Still has some talent, you know, especially with... Yeah, we saw him last year. Okay, with uh, Indiana's type of style, mm-hmm. I could see him fitting 
Um, just being, you know, take the ball, a little bit of ISO, mm-hmm. probably. But it's, that's not going to be great. They worked it out last year. I don't know if it helps them more than it hurts them as far as giving up touches from Oladipo. But, I mean, it always helps when you have another scorer. Right. So, uh, yeah, I guess that wraps things up. Free agency is going to keep going. We're going to keep updating. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Shout out Brandon Bundles. Yo, in the building. You already know. Yeah. Double up. Three or four times. I ain't telling no lies. I just run it up. Never let a hard time humble us. Double up. I ain't telling no lies. I just. Yeah. I ain't telling no lies, I just Five, four, three, two, that's time I got to you that money My dreams come true My life in diamonds Who knew? Who knew? Train. Took you Williams over Co-Train Eric B by the rope chain RC we for show bang Tiny Lokes and they go crazy What you know about the dope game? Was you born in the 80s? Did your mama smoke cocaine? Have you ever seen the whole thing? Was you drove to the streets cause you grew up on show change? Fucked up when the dope bash It remind me when these rappers dropped us and they quotes change Had to part with the low fade I was standing in front of Knicks with my sack for the whole day Drive-bys, I was road rage Then we park and hop out, learn levels to this whole thing Old school, play the OJs, tryna make a slow change Mama still slaving for a low wage Tryna double up, yeah Three or four times, I ain't telling no lies, I just run it up Never let a hard time humble us Double up I ain't telling no lies, I just I ain't telling no lies, I just Five, four, three, two, that's time I got to you that money My dreams come true My life in diamonds Who knew? Who knew? Catch what you can't see I grew up to be who I wanna be So the 
more niggas talk, I'ma shine Might have been way before it's time Posted with my back against the wall Life is a bitch, but she mine The rag six dose, she yeah, has mine The west side too, yeah, it's mine What you know about? Your poster on the wall at the dealership Leave her in the bed, legs trembling Getting banged on for your penalties What you know about? Your response be the reason you exist Lucky I ain't get caught up in the twist Young nigga blue pager on my hip, so As the champagne spill and the car accelerate and the beat gon' cry I'll be going to the bank at least three, four times Get handshakes from the branch managers We keep doing fly shit when the cameras cut Double up, three or four times, I ain't telling no lies, I just run it up Never let a hard time humble us Double up I ain't telling no lies, I just Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't telling no lies, I just Five, four, three, two, that's time I got to you that money My dreams come true My life in diamonds